Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There is absolutely no sign of comedy news drying up as we head into the holidays, which is good if you're me, because I'm Johnny Mac. With your daily comedy news, Trevor Noah pointed out inflation in America has reached a 30-year high. The only good part of inflation, I was always jealous of those old guys who would go like, back in my day, you could buy a house with a dollar. And now it looks like if inflation gets bad enough, we'll get to those old guys. Oh, yeah, back in my day, a million dollars could buy a whole lot more than a haircut. Colbert, I feel like a million bucks, and that's not nearly enough because everything is getting so expensive. All your favorite stuff is more expensive. Prices have gone up for autos, energy, furniture, rent, and medical care. That's terrible. One of my favorite things is being mobile, warm, comfortable, dry, and alive. Trevor... This is a big danger to Biden politically because inflation is the one economic concept that normal people actually care about, like the debt ceiling, the Federal Reserve, derivatives. That's just all crap we pretend to understand. Oh, the debt ceiling. But when you hear inflation is rising, you know it means you're about to be a broke bleep. (laughs) Not sure what he bleeped out there. Hmm. Seth Meyers. Okay. How much more bad news is Biden going to get? At the end of the month, we're going to find out the turkey pardon was at the Capitol on January 6th. I think Saturday Night Live is having a wonderful season, but let me ask you a question. Lorne, why are we pretending Kate McKinnon is on the show? Kate McKinnon is not on Saturday Night Live. I watch this every week, and I know in the opening credits you have, um, what's-his-face, Daryl Hammond say, and Kate McKinnon, but she's not on the show. Can you put me in the credits? Because I'm also not on the show. Meanwhile, they have totally figured out how to use Pete Davidson. I think Pete Davidson is crushing, and the next time I update the Comedy Power rankings, Pete Davidson's going to be on it. They use him in small batches, but every time he shows up, he absolutely crushes it. He had another great week. Guest host Jonathan Majors, not good, not good. Taylor Swift, pretty good. And how about Please Don't Destroy? I think that video with three sad virgins and then when Taylor Swift came on, again, great use of Pete Davidson and Taylor. I think that sketch will wind up being all time. Now, was it hilarious, hilarious? No. Was it funny? Hell yeah. But I just think having Taylor in there over time, that's going to be one of those sketches that everybody remembers. Also very interesting for their standing in the comedy power rankings. Notice that Lauren didn't bury Please Don't Destroy near the end of the show. That was pretty upfront. It was second after the monologue. So let's keep an eye on those guys. Update was pretty good. I usually don't like the characters, but Sarah Sherman came on, and at first I was like, oh, this is going to go nowhere. And then she absolutely crushed it, making fun of Colin Jost. Also, Aristotle Athari as the Laughing Tosh 3000, probably a character that he's had in the bag. I hope we see that character again. It was very good. But the big winner was the opening sketch. Ted Cruz hosting his own version of Sesame Street called Cruz Street. And Pete Davidson busting out a Joe Rogan impression. Now, I thought the line about Joe Rogan saying, I brought down Carlos Mencia, I can bring down whatever the punchline was. 
It got no, like zero reaction from the crowd, but I thought it was a good line, even if I can't remember the punch. Plus, as somebody who hosts a daily comedy news podcast who likes Gossip Corner, I'm hoping it ticked off Joe Rogan, and I'm hoping Joe Rogan goes after Pete Davidson because good content for my podcast. That's how I roll. From the Washington Post, your home for comedy news, Duke Ellington School delays naming of theater after Dave Chappelle until April. Officials said the school plans to discuss Chappelle's special and how it relates to artistic freedom. Uh Uh-oh, Dave Chappelle. The dedication was originally planned for November 23rd, but the school said in a statement that moving forward with the event without first addressing questions and concerns from the members of the Ellington community would be a missed opportunity for a teachable moment. Carla Sims is a representative for Dave Chappelle, wrote in an email, Dave is an artist and activist and applauds the school, taking time to develop creative and critical thinkers. He supports the school and any effort to contribute to an open conversation versus cancellations. That's a very good response. In an interview, Duke Ellington principal Sandy Logan said she had both formal and informal meetings with students to discuss Dave Chappelle's comments, including a month of weekly meetings with an advisory committee of student leaders that includes representatives from the school's Gender and Sexuality Alliance. The school plans to continue those discussions in the coming months. It said on Friday it had expanded its social studies curriculum, quote, to include content related to political activism, civic engagement, arts activism, and the intersections of race, gender, and sexuality. Principal Sandy Logan said, on our end, we just needed a little time to get our community to at least have the conversation, not to maybe change minds. That is never our objective. We needed that time to be able to get conversation and meaningful progress within the community, not a Band-Aid. Sophomore Andrew Wilson said Friday's announcement is a loss because we didn't want the theater to be renamed after him, but it looks like the school's going to go forward with it anyway. It makes me feel disappointed. Deadline adds the date has been changed to April 22nd. Students were reportedly planning a walkout over his comments against the transgender community. The Indianapolis Star reports that Dave Chappelle commented on this at a recent stand-up appearance. Dave Chappelle said he can't even raise money for children. They're canceling stuff I didn't even want to do. Switching topics. Scott Beckett is sending us to Gossip Corner. Scott posted this on the Daily Comedy News Facebook group, Great use of the Daily Comedy News Facebook group. I want that page to be you guys interacting and you guys sharing cool comedy ideas. I mean, I can post stuff and just feed the page and, you know, I do that, but I'd love to hear from you. So when Scott posted this, especially I was on the road all weekend and I might have otherwise missed this. So Scott Beckett, thank you for posting this item for Gossip Corner. The headline, Olivia Munn confesses she doesn't really feel ready for motherhood. Wait. Amid reports, John Mulaney's trying to speed up the divorce from Anna Marie Tindler. Oh, my. Olivia Munn was on Ellen's show, but Ellen's show was guest hosted by somebody named Stephen Twitch Boss. Who knows? Olivia Munn said she's just so hot all the time. It's such a new experience and things are changing with your body every day. There's something new that's happening. I'm trying to figure out. This guest host offered some advice to John Mulaney, saying John needs to be your soldier hand and foot. He needs to be there for you, period, point blank, to make sure everything is going great. Now, according to page six, Mulaney has switched lawyers to speed up the divorce. He's now being represented by a, quote, well-respected New York City law firm, Teitler and Teitler. They represented Matt Lauer's ex-wife, Annette Roke. Whoa, Mulaney not messing around. 
A source says John wants to speed things up and get the divorce done. He's becoming a father, so he switched to a new law firm with a reputation of being tough and efficient. Yikes. I was playing on my phone, and I noticed there's a new podcast. It's called the Always Sunny Podcast, but it's not just random fans. It's the guys from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm doing my rewatch I've told you about. I think Thanksgiving weekend, I'm going to do two It's Always Sunny articles that I've been sitting on and just looking for an opportunity. It's just been so busy. So I think I'll do those into the December 1st premiere. I can't wait for season 15 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But this podcast, the Always Sunny podcast, can't wait. And I've added it to Good Pods on my various lists. Follow me on Good Pods. I am at Johnny Mac. Some sad news over the weekend. Chuck Cunningham actor Gavin O'Hurley has passed away. We found out he had passed away September 15th in Bath, England. He appeared on nine episodes in the first season of Happy Days as oldest brother Chuck Cunningham. That character later mysteriously disappeared. Those of us who were kids for years were like, what happened to Chuck? And in the finale of Happy Days, Mr. Cunningham says at the wedding, I've raised two wonderful children. So they just like wrote the character out of existence, which I thought was weird. I would have just cast somebody and been like, hey, Chuck came to the wedding and just made it a like little joke. Just pretend the character never existed. Or maybe in canon, he had a huge fight with Mr. Cunningham. Who knows what went on? There were actually two actors that played Chuck Cunningham. Ron Howard said, R.I.P. Gavin. I knew him as the first of two Chucks on hashtag happy days. A talented actor with a big free spirit. More Happy Days news from Insider. Ron Howard said he was treated with a lot of disrespect by Happy Days Network executives after Henry Winkler became more popular on the show. Oh, no. Normally, this would be weekend filler, but if we're talking Happy Days anyway, let me jump in the pool and do this one. Ron Howard was on with Graham Norton and said Richie was meant to be the undeniable lead of Happy Days, but Henry Winkler proved remarkable as the Fonz from the first episode. We immediately bonded and became great friends. We were a fantastic ensemble. We all got along great. Howard said it was exciting to watch viewers fall in love with Winkler as Fonzie, but he accused the studio heads and network heads of, quote, really treating me with a lot of disrespect from a business standpoint, just in terms of interaction. The press kept saying, what's it like? Do you feel like you become a second-class citizen on your own show? And these kinds of things, which I didn't feel within the workspace, and I certainly didn't feel it within our friendship, which endures to this day. Henry Winkler is the godfather to all four of Ron Howard's children, including the actor Bryce Dallas Howard. From The Hollywood Reporter, global buyers have jumped aboard Freelance, a new action comedy Starring John Cena, Cena will star as a former army ranger who's become bored with the settled life of a family man. So when an old military buddy offers him a job working security for the award-winning journalist Claire Wellington, who's just scored an interview with a notorious and eccentric South American dictator, he jumps at the chance. Everything, of course, goes wrong, and they're caught up in a military coup and forced to run for their lives. Yeah? All right. Meanwhile, from Empire Online... Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista are going to team up. Untitled Buddy Action Comedy starring Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista. All these things I just mentioned sound like Netflix, don't they? Hey, bad news if you're a fan of the Harper House, and I doubt you are. Paramount Plus has canceled the animated comedy Harper House. It comes a week after the 10-episode show, which premiered on September 16th, wrapped up its season. The adult animated comedy Harper House that you probably never heard of, I don't even remember telling you about it, 
centered on Debbie Harper, the overconfident female head of a household who struggles to regain a higher status for herself, blah, blah, blah. Let me ask you this. How few people are watching your show if you got canceled by Paramount Plus? Hey, do you have Netflix? Yes, you do. Michael Che's new special, Shame the Devil, is on Netflix today. Boy, look at my watch. We didn't break yet. Oh, we better do that. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, let me ask you, what would you do if you had like infinite time? I don't know about you. Every day I'm like, oh, wow, I could have gotten to this. I could have gotten to that. And it's important to figure out like, what are your priorities? I really prioritize my health and make sure I find time to run. I sign up for races. I got advice from a friend who said, you don't train for the race, you race for the training, which was great advice. In the last six months or so, I've really started to focus on my mental health. I've shared lightly on and off here. My mom's been sick for four years. Uh, she came off dialysis. The clock's always running on that. I'm going to get a bad phone call one day, and that can you know really stress you out. So I'd, I'd go out for these long runs just to clear my head. So figure out what's important to you, make it a priority, and therapy can help you figure out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know, Be the best version of yourself. It doesn't have to be that you've gone through a major trauma. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. You know, you got to say no to things sometimes. Uh, I've got awesome friends. I shared with some of my friends some of the struggles I was going through with, and everyone's like, yeah, cool, man. We got your back. Great friends. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DCN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DCN. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DCN today to get 10% off your first month. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have the machete out now. I'm going to bounce some of these stories to tomorrow. I'm trying not to do 20-minute podcasts. Like, I feel like 12, 13 is the right range. But boy, there's so much going on. Now, remind me of that the week after Thanksgiving when I'm like, Googling Ricky Gervais obsessively just to find something to tell you about, but not a problem at all this week. Today's Daily Comedy News brought to you by All Pro Lines. That's my Tuesday go-to podcast, comedian Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges, former co-worker of mine, former intern of mine, current friend of mine, and I think Kostaki and I are friends too, but like I know Aaron better, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, they host All Pro Lines. You take football, you add on comedy, and it's great I am the Carlos Mencia of promos, so let me steal some jokes from the Twitter account, All Pro Lines, which is related to the podcast, All Pro Lines. You ready? And Kostaki would tell these better than I do, but these are good. The Packers got their first touchdown deep in the fourth quarter. It looks like Aaron Rodgers has been watching film with Joe Rogan. Dallas had a 33-point lead over Atlanta at halftime, so they were safe. The only team that could blow a lead that big is Atlanta. JFK had a better time in Dallas than the Falcons. At least he enjoyed half a parade. The only way Carolina Panthers fans could be happier is if sweet tea cured diabetes. Awesome. And I love this next one. Sex with Louis C.K. is like a Lions game. 
There's no receiver, and you have to force people to watch. Come on. Those are great. All pro lines, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks to Sajabo, who went to buymeacoffee.com slash news. I thanked Sajabo last week, and I got a note from Sajabo who wrote, I'm not sure how my name got set to Sajabo, but thanks for the shout out. You're welcome, Sajabo. Sajabo's name is apparently Shannon. <laughs> you know what? Anytime you play like trivia or something, just be Sajabo or make your Twitter handle at Sajabo. Sajabo's kind of cool. From BlackEnterprise.com, actor and comedian Affian Crockett had his performance interrupted on Saturday night when a woman took the stage to complain about his offensive jokes. Crockett apparently had told a joke or series of jokes about sex. In a video posted to the comedian's Instagram page, the woman is seen on stage with Crockett and another woman appears to talk her down. When Crockett turns to the heckler to ask what the issue is, she says, I'm a woman and I'm married to a man, but you have offended a lot of people here tonight. The crowd immediately boos the woman. Crockett addresses her directly. Security joins them on stage. He says, see, white people be thinking they can do whatever the F they want. Storm the Capitol or storm my GD stage. Several celebrities, including Questlove, Holly Robinson-Pete, and Yvette Nicole Brown of Community Fame, commented their support of Crockett in his situation with many, congratulating him for his professionalism and restraints. But it was Sharon Stone whose response resonated with the most fans. Sharon Stone commented on this post, got 5,000 likes and over 100 replies. Sharon Stone is involved in this and said, I so don't understand why anyone comes to anyone's show and then complains about the content. Don't come. Your coming is arbitrary. The art is not about you. It's about the artist. If you don't like it, go home. It's entertainment, not your ideas. Duh. And a lot of caps there. Something tells me, I don't know, this seems kind of publicity stunty. This got a lot more pickup than I think it would normally get. And there's a lot of celebrities in. Let's keep an eye on this and let's not be surprised if there's more to this. That's it. I've got the machete out. I've got five stories left, but those can wait for tomorrow. If you want to hear those stories, whoa, you better follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, wherever you get your shows. Meet you back here tomorrow. On five daily trivia questions, each day we ask five questions on one subject. This week's topics are Chuck Norris, Apple, the women of comedy, Michael Caine, and St. Patrick's Day. Think you know the answers? Follow five daily trivia questions wherever you get your shows, and there's an entire back catalog you can surf to get your daily trivia fix. Five daily trivia questions in under five minutes. Five daily trivia questions. This week on Murder Weekly, dive deep into the heart of 1984 Miami, where a chilling murder sets Detective Mick Reyes on a pulse-pounding chase through the luxurious shadows and the deep, dark world of black market art. Amidst the city's neon-lit decadence and a killer hiding in plain sight, follow Murder Weekly and experience a thriller that blurs the line between beauty and horror, available wherever you get your podcasts.